Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of a Running Thought podcast coming to you from the top of a volcano. Not the top, but uh, a volcano in the middle of the Pacific. It's been so long, I forgot how to uh, even say that or what I was supposed to say. Um, for anybody that's still listening, and apparently there there are two people that listen to this podcast um, in the last week, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, to everybody, I'm sorry. It's been a couple months, actually. I think the last one of these I did was in um, September. So I'm sorry. But to be fair, there's not been a lot going on. Uh, I, you may know from the last podcast, I kind of put a desperate plea out for um, support and uh, or visit uh, the Teespring shop. Um, if you want to do that, still please do. Uh, for those that listened to the last podcast, sorry if that if that was uh, too pushy, but um, hey, you know it's that stuff's there and if you do want to support the podcast go to arunandthought.com and there's a link um that you can do that on and then if you don't really want to support the podcast you'd rather have something in return then the teespring shop is also linked um on a run in thought that's a r u n n i n t h o u g h t dot com a running thought dot com but anyways um yeah so you can still do that don't feel like you have to you can still listen to this podcast even if you don't um but yeah so not a whole lot has been going on per se um i've pretty much been running the same route which is beach road close to um hawaiian paradise park just to save on gas um i've gone on a few small excursions uh last weekend i did a little mushroom hunting up um Stainback road uh up near the uh, ohv trails the atv slash hunting slash hiking slash horseback riding slash mushroom hunting trails up there um and uh, I've had some friends that have been nice enough to kind of let me join in some trips to Volcano. Um, a big thing that has sort of happened, uh, but by the way, in case you are not up to speed, so I left um, my job in, well, I guess it was like the end of uh, July. And so I've been looking for something new uh, ever since. Um, it's a super tough job market. doesn't matter if you're trying to find uh, something on Hawaii Island or if you're just looking for something remote. Um, it's just super tough. And employers kind of know that um, they are at an advantage. And so it's uh, gotten even dicier for job seekers. But, um, but anyways... There's a whole, um, what do you call it? I don't know if it's a subreddit or if it's called a Reddit channel. Um, I don't know the lingo, but our um, recruiting hell is hilarious. 
and it pretty much sums up uh, what you're going through right now if you're looking for uh, a job uh, via like online um, job portals it's frustrating anyways I don't want to sit here and um, whine about the job market I did it to myself now I'm just you know suffering the consequences so a couple of um, I guess lights at the end of the tunnel bright specs um, have come up so we'll see how it goes maybe I'll be re-employed uh, sometime soon but anyways so I've been you know just kind of hanging out not really I've been working on uh, grad school projects which is basically a full-time job uh, in and of itself that I pay a lot of money to do <laughs> um, so yeah I've been working on that stuff and doing really good um, honestly because I've had nothing but time to uh, work on this stuff more or less um, and what else what else yeah yeah so the, the point of that is I just because I'm not I don't have a lot of income right now disposable income I'm not uh, trying to spend a lot of money so I've been trying to keep everything sort of close to home and that includes running um, and that's okay I don't mind it's COVID you know time anyway still uh, I think the world's still on edge with uh, COVID and um, I'm not really sure that I need to be gallivanting all over um, the big island uh, anyways so I guess it all kind of works out but yeah been doing uh, Beach Road around HPP I was or no I won't say I was I well first before I go down that train of thought let me um, let me finish up what I was saying so I've been keeping around the house but I've had some good friends that were nice enough to invite me out on some excursions and so they weren't actually runs they were just it was just um, kind of a nice time just sort of hanging out so like a volcano or doing mushroom hunting or, um, or whatever no we weren't hunting for um, awesome uh, disco biscuit mushrooms to to make us um, hallucinate and see bright colors um, we were just in general looking and cataloging what we could find where we could find them and then kind of what trees they were near or, or whatever the, the growing conditions it was just a research kind of trip but um, that's a bad choice of words it wasn't a trip it was in a, a voyage we did not trip we weren't tripping um, anyways why am I so defensive about this but uh yeah so just uh thanks to those people they know who they are um and they're probably not listening to this because i don't think any of them run or have any concern about anything that i say um outside the the scope of um one-on-one -on -one conversation and even sometimes that's uh tenuous but uh yeah so that was the, the thought that I was trying to push out. And what I was going to say um, when I was getting sidetracked was that I 
have been primarily running the beach road in HPP, kind of in the middle of uh, Paradise Park and Hawaiian beaches. I decided on October 10th to just uh, splurge. That was a Saturday. And so I, I wanted to just go down and run out to the, um, the lava flow, the 2018 lava flow down near Kapoho. And so hopefully I haven't told this, this story. I don't think I have because I think the last one of these I did was in September. So, um, so yeah, so I drove my truck down to uh, Hawaiian beaches because I was going to park there and then run about nine miles. And I had, um, I had this big epiphany. Maybe I should, maybe I should set this story up a little more before I start talking about the, uh, the epiphanies and all that. But yeah, so I drove down to Hawaiian beaches cause I had not run out that way in a pretty good little while. And you know, just nostalgia and I like to go out to the lava flow and then turn around, you know, s to see all that. It's still, um, it's amazing to me, just the power and the, the hugeness of um, the earth and uh, nature and, you know, just all the forces at play. Just to see all of that uh, lava and the destruction and then also the beauty. Um, and have that as kind of like a turnaround point and then uh, shuffle back to my truck. And so I've parked in uh, the same place probably a hundred times. I am probably exaggerating, but I think that it's up there. I've done the same run many, many times. And so I, I parked in this uh, space. It's kind of just off the, the road. I mean, like just off the road. And uh, just took off normal, another, you know, normal day, uh, if you want to call it that. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know that there's no real normal days on uh, Beach Road. And so um, I took off down Beach Road. And, you know, memory has faded since then, but I... Um, I remember it being a pretty decent run. There was limited uh, chafing, and um, you know I felt pretty pretty good during the thing. I do remember at one point this was right before the turnaround. I was like maybe point two miles, like a quarter of a mile before the turnaround. Uh, Rav Four or some vehicle like that kind of passed me, and there was this lady hanging out of the side and of course I didn't see them until they passed so I have no idea what they were doing but um, this lady's hanging out of the rear passenger side window and as they pass she like yells I don't know if she was trying to scare me or encourage me or whatever or if she was just like feeling uh, really good at that time there's um that area is kind of um it's kind of known for eccentric personalities and uh, maybe a little bit of recreational drug use among the um, the residents, uh, and that's that's the most political way that I know how to say that. But uh, but yeah, so it wasn't totally uh, out of the ordinary for that to happen, and um, I got 
a kick out of it. I thought it was funny. Uh, but anyways, so I turn around and I head back and I don't remember seeing anything too crazy. It was just kind of, um, you know, the average um, kind of people watching. Uh, it was a Saturday morning, sort of early. This was before noon, uh, maybe like around 10 or 11 o'clock. And um, I got closer to my truck and I had run about, I don't know, like eight and maybe eight and a half miles. Maybe it was, it's on Strava. I don't remember exactly how many it was, but I think it was close to like eight, eight and a half. And my plan was to run for nine miles. And then I was going to name the run. I had this, uh, that's what I was talking about, the epiphany. Uh, I had a beautiful run name lined up. Um, and I forgot what it was. It was something to do with Sandlot and it kind of correlated with the um, with the number nine. And so I'll think of it later. I can't think of it now. My my brain is approaching forty years old, and um, it's beside itself. I I have trouble uh, recalling things sometimes, but I'll think of it as I'm going through these. Um, actually, I've got Strava pulled up, so while I am yammering. I'll look through my old runs and see if I can find that old activity. But anyways, I ended up naming it something really rude. Uh, <laughs> if you follow me on Strava or if you look on um, arunandthought.com, I think that it will still be showing up there and so if you are a young person uh, please don't go look and I'm sorry that I named that run that but I was super super upset um, and I think I, I actually already gave away the sort of ending of this little story but um, let me Sorry, I'm trying to, again, my old brain, and I'm trying to um, to do a couple things at one time. Um, and I just got a message on Slack. One of my um, classmates is messaging me on Slack, so now I'm all messed up. Um, and now I've completely forgot what I was doing talking about so I was looking for the name of this um, this run because I wanted to remember how nine miles had anything to do with a uh, sandlot if you're not familiar with sandlot it's a good movie to watch with um, your kids uh, it's funny it's about baseball. It's about a bunch of kids that play baseball in this place called the uh, Sandlot, ironically enough. And um, it's kind of their their adventures and their interpretation of events that happened in their childhood. Um, it is not a true story. 
but anyways so yeah let me get speaking of uh true stories let me get back to my story instead of um just talking out of my my rear here um so yeah i think i've well i found some pictures so let me see no these pictures do not open up the run shucks Doo -doo -doo. Let me just find the name of this run so that um, I can get out of my system. Let me, I gotta go back to October. Oh, that's like a, it's a whole year there. Sorry, this is not going to be an interesting podcast. <laughs> There's a lot of silence. I'm looking at uh, GarageBand. There's like nothing but silence on this thing. My internet's being super slow too. Oh well. Um, so long story short, I'm on my way back to... Um, uh, I apologize for that segue. But, and all of the silence. I'm... On my way back to the truck, as I'm approaching my truck, it's like eight. I've been gone for like an hour and a half, maybe um, 8.5 miles. And I see the cops are across the street from where my truck is parked. And if you're on Beach Road and the cops are across the street from where your vehicle's parked, that's not going to be the best day that you've ever had in your life, for sure, guaranteed. Um, and so as I'm uh, as I'm coming up, one of the the police like comes out from where my vehicle was parked, and he he says, uh, "Is this your vehicle?" And I'm like, "Yes." And before he even said anything, I already knew what he was gonna say. And of course, my my vehicle got broken into. Well, there's more. Um, I was expecting the window to be broken out and you know some of my stuff taken out of the the cab of the truck one thing led to another like while we were standing around talking and and the police were were taking the report and discovered that not only had my window been broken but they shot the window out with probably like a nine millimeter it looked like and the bullet got lodged in the driver's side door it fragmented I guess once it went through the window and so little pieces of bullet uh, went all over the cab of the truck and cracked the windshield, the driver's side uh, window, and then of course busted out the passenger side and then did all kinds of damage to the, um, the armrest on the driver's side. They crowbarred open the glove box and then took everything out of that until everything out of that was my cell phone, my wallet, which had like all of my um, financial instruments and some sensitive um, personal information. My driver's license, insurance cards, all that stuff. So it was not a great day. Um, and I, I, 
I kind of expected it, but I didn't really expect it. Because like I say, the frequency that I had parked in that place um, and not had an incident. I had a lot of near misses where I have come back and like weird things were going on next to my truck, but I'd never had anybody um, shoot my truck with a gun and uh, steal all the good stuff out of the, the cab. And so um, in my defense, I didn't have anything visible. Uh, it looked like a clean cab. Uh, I guess whoever did it either saw me put stuff into my glove box, just knew intuitively that all the good stuff would be in the glove box. Um, there was a third thing that they might have done, but I I forgot what that was. Maybe just guessed, just guessed that uh, there would be some stuff in the glove box. But yeah, and so they even stole my first aid kit. What the hell? Like they stole, I had a bag that had first aid stuff in it, and I always took it with me on runs, you know, just in case. It's good to have uh, some stuff to stop bleeding or, or whatnot. Um, chafing stuff and and all that headlamps they took my headlamps yeah so it was just all around a not fun day and then um you know luckily insurance covered it and so shout out to uh farmer's insurance and the really nice person that helped me with my claim uh that whole process is not over yet i'm still in the i'm in the middle of getting my truck repaired uh as is the um standard for living on hawaii uh, or living in hawaii all the parts took two weeks to get here um the body shop called me at least three times to tell me i don't know why they wanted me to bring my truck to the body shop so that they could vacuum out the inside of the door and let it sit in their shop because they said there was a safety issue because the window was broken out. Um, I don't know why they would want me to bring my truck there and just let it sit for two weeks while we're waiting on parts and they can't fix anything at all. but. They wanted me to do that. I did not do that. I just took it in to get it fixed on Monday of this week because they told me that they had the parts. And so um, I am banking on them to have been accurate and ordered all the right parts. And um, hopefully I'm going to get my truck back early next week if everything goes as is standard um though unfortunately i probably won't get my truck back next week they probably will have ordered the wrong parts or not ordered a part or something won't come in or 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 something and then my vehicle will be trapped at the body shop but i won't say their name for now and um we'll see how it goes uh so jury's still out Um, but it was kind of irritating to be called like several times and asked to bring my truck in before they even have parts to work on it. But 
whatever. Uh, they were nice about it, and so we'll we'll see how it all turns out in the end. But yeah, so that was terrible, and the the worst thing about it is that now I really don't feel comfortable parking my truck down uh, anywhere along Beach Road in um, Hawaiian beaches. I may have to, if anybody out there is listening and you live in Hawaiian beaches and you have a gate on your property or you are willing to let me park on your property and um, go for a run, I'd appreciate it. Let me know. Um, You can contact me through the website, aroundandthought.com. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be anybody out there, though. But, but, you know, never know. Um, That's the only way that I would probably go down there or have somebody drop me off. But even then, uh, we went for the mushroom hunt, like I told you. I I sound like uh, a child talking about the mushroom hunt. But uh, we went for (laughs) the mushroom hunting uh, last weekend and we were up on Stainback and then we went down to Beach Road because many times I had seen uh, tree fungus uh, and memory is a is a funny thing but I think I remember seeing you know mushrooms growing on the side of the road in that area so we went down there too just to kind of like kick around and I decided to run just for a little bit while uh my friends were in their vehicle uh, just up the road. They were kind of like driving in front of me a little ways. But um, as I passed the area where my truck got shot, there was a lady. Um, she looked like she was not in distress, but disheveled. Uh, I think that she was wearing a bathing suit. I really tried not to like uh, gawk or stare. I think she was wearing a bathing suit with like a shirt and then I swear she had a bag of shredded cheese like just sitting on the ground at her feet and then there were like some other items. I could be wrong because like I said I didn't I tried as hard as I could not to like um, stare or gawk or, or be rude or whatever but as I'm running I'm running I'm not even in the vehicle I'm running by her she's standing there and so already I don't want anything to do with that area because my truck got shot up and so I want to like move away and then the fact that there's a person there and then there's a bunch of like other trash on the ground um, which is not uncommon and you probably heard me talk about this before but it looked like somebody had dumped some stuff there. And so the whole thing was just like a buzzkill. And I just didn't. I wanted to get out of there. But anyways, this this person was there. And um, I got nothing against this person. I'm not judging her um, or him or, or whatever. I, th- I think it was a female though. But um, yeah, I'm not judging you if you're listening. I don't think you're listening. But, you know, just in case. Just in case somebody knows her. Um I just wanted to get out of there. But as I'm passing, the the lady says to me, and I'm running. I'm not in a vehicle. She says to me, 
can you stop? And like, that's a red flag of, of like, uh, oh no, I'm sorry. I, I um, have to keep going, you know? And I think I kind of like pointed at my watch or something like that, just to kind of like under underline the uh, fact that I'm involved in physical activity. Like I'm running by, uh, I'm not really like on a casual uh, tour around Lower Puna to, to chat with, with people. Um, not a casual stroll. And she says something like, if you're not a man, you'll stop. And I didn't, I, that messed me up. I don't know if she just couldn't articulate what she was trying to say or if she threw some next level like psychological um, kind of uh, warfare mental game like on me right there uh, because she had my brain spinning like I was trying to figure out what she meant by I would if I wasn't a man I would stop to me like that on its face means that I should keep running because uh, whether she's talking about literally or um, metaphorically or or figuratively um, one I am a man so from a literal perspective I should probably keep running because if I stop then I'm not a man if I just take her her thing that she said on its face uh but then also i i guess like if i'm an upstanding citizen of the the world i like is that what she meant by if i'm not a, a man um but anyways i did i wasn't gonna stop i it just kept on going but it was an odd experience and then of course uh my friends even though they had already passed her um totally didn't warn me about her being there and then uh, they took off up the road way out of uh, eye shot and earshot um, and so thankfully the lady didn't pull out a knife or uh, a gun or whatever but that that kind of stuff usually doesn't happen anyways like I, I've not been super afraid for my personal safety um running down there maybe I should be uh, I am a little bit now because they used a gun when they could have used a rock to bust out my window um, and so that kind of you know makes me a little a little uh, what's the word now I can't think of the, the good word to say it it makes me kind of cautious uh, when I'm down around that area. But yeah, it's just not a pleasure to, to be down there right now. And hopefully it will change. I do remember a time a couple years back where it got a little, um, it got a little dicey down in that same area. And so if anybody is listening and you want to know the area to avoid, this is basically anywhere from Hawaiian beaches all the way down to Kapoho. 
um, that's the route that I would run like all the way down to the end of the to where the intersection is it used to be the road that goes out to the lighthouse um, yeah I probably won't run that route I even if I'm dropped off I think you know it was really weird like just being out there um, it was a whole different scene there was more vehicles than I was used to and um, I'm talking about not the day my truck got shot but last weekend when we were doing the mushroom hunting thing and I just ran like a very very short distance out there but yeah it was it was weird so I think I will probably never see the the uh, blind bad boys of uh, Beach Road again and I may not ever even run down there the good news is um, the little segment from HPP that kind of goes down towards uh, Hawaiian beaches is still sketchy but I can park and feel pretty good about it um, close to the shore like right at the end of uh, HPP and so I feel better parking there than parking kind of in the on the side of the road in Hawaiian beaches nothing against Hawaiian beaches I love you guys and I love the um, the area down there and I wish that uh, there weren't a few bad actors that kind of like ruin it for for everybody so Please don't feel like I'm uh, bashing on Hawaiian beaches. Pretty much Puna, which is the the area that I also, that I live in, that's the greater uh, Puna metro area, if you will. Um, it is one of the dicier areas on the whole entire island. I think that statistically, uh, the police and emergency respond to more calls in Pune than probably anywhere else on the whole big island so um, I'm not trying to be holier than than now um, HPP is has its own cast of characters and crazy things that that go down so um, but again nothing against HPP either uh, by and large when you look at everything hol holistically you look at the big picture, high level. Um, living here really isn't isn't bad at all, and and a majority of the people are super nice, and um, yeah, and, and kind. So the good definitely outweighs the the bad. I hope that it stays that way, and I hope that the knuckleheads that are um, you know doing drugs and breaking into cars and and stuff like that will come to their senses or move away um but yeah so that's all i'm going to say about that uh but so yeah i've been running around the neighborhood mostly and then for the last couple of weeks my activity has been down because i just had to focus on school work you know how it gets like when you really have to do something and it's just there's I know that David Goggins is going to roll over uh, in his sleep or, or whatever somewhere right now when I say this, but there just is not enough time in the day uh, 
to do everything sometimes you just have to put a hundred percent focus on uh schoolwork or work or or something else or just you know it is what it is you know but uh yeah so i'm back to it i i guess i want to get back to running uh every single day i think i need that um, i think it's helpful and um the times that i wasn't getting to i definitely felt like a like something was missing uh getting back out and, and uh, getting back to it felt so good uh after those lulls but yeah so that pretty much brings everything up to speed for for me it's really not been that eventful i hope that um things are getting better for everybody out there who is listening my understanding is that for the most part um the world is not on fire or in a riot or boarded up and closed down indefinitely um hawaii if you're curious is you can still do stuff it's just um it's just not the same. the the uh, The prevailing attitudes are nowhere near as carefree as they were a year ago, and then a lot of businesses are still closed, or um, the business model has changed. You know, like you may not be able to eat on premise at a restaurant, or if you do eat on premise, you may be outside um, with a mask on and um yeah it's just it's totally different of course tourism is down and so the economy is down hawaii's economy relies a lot on uh, tourism and that has a spillover effect into um you know a lot of other people that aren't directly involved in uh, the tourism industry so i mean yeah, and there's a lot of people that are jobless that want to be, and then there's a lot of people that are jobless that that, that are perfectly fine, or there's a lot of people that are jobless that don't want to be, and there's a lot of people that are jobless that are perfectly fine with it, and uh, no judgment either way. Um, to be honest, like not having a job sucks from the point of from the perspective of um worrying about how you're gonna meet your obligations so that part of it really sucks but the actual not having a job part of it is pretty awesome um and so unfortunately like the obligations part kind of like outweighs the the totally freaking awesome part of um not having to to go to work every single day um yeah but it's kind of um i don't know if it's a double-edged sword maybe i need to look up what that means but um exactly what that means i've used it a lot but i i don't know if that if it fits this uh particular context but it's uh, a two-way street maybe i don't know like it, it's good sometimes but then it's horrible uh other times so hopefully i'll get i'll get back on that uh wagon back in the the workforce again soon i'm not one of those people that um 
particularly likes to to be um, unemployed. Uh, I like to have something to to wake up for and um, some kind of a goal for the day, something to to do. And then, of course, you know, money is a little bit important when you have to pay the bills and all that stuff. And most of us uh, have to do that. So I don't know what my point was with all that, but but yeah. So um, if you are out there and you are jobless too, and you really wish that you were not jobless, please don't do anything crazy. Um, I had to pull from the bank of Goggins myself several times. Uh, just remind myself how good I have it even at even my worst day um, right now I've still got my health knock on wood um, I'm still able to run for goodness sakes I'm I live in one of the best places to be in the world and then also to to be during COVID um, I'm in school. I get to still talk to a lot of awesome people, um, a lot of awesome classmates, and um, everybody in my family is okay. Um, and so that's that's great. I got my dogs. I get to spend days with uh, both of my dogs, and they like it. And I like sitting around with them and having them next to me. Uh, all day that's pretty awesome to have your pets with you while you're working on school stuff or job hunting or um, doing whatever around the house um yeah so if you're out there and you're struggling and things are looking bad just don't get into that hole where you're blaming yourself for everything that's going wrong or you're down on yourself because of things that are outside of your control. Um, your job doesn't really define who you are as a person. It's a, I don't want to dig myself into a huge hole because uh, I don't want a future employer to, to listen to this. And then I, I have, um, blocked myself from <laughs> employment because it's something I said but you know take this kind of the way that I, I mean it I, I don't mean to make light of um, doing a good job at work I, I think it's important to be uh, present when someone's paying you to, to do um, a job so I'm not saying phone it in at the same time like your value as a person doesn't rely 100% on your job status if that makes sense so if you don't have a job you're not less of a person um, even if society says that you you are less of a person or, or whatever like you're marginalized or whatever it's not true you're still viable and you're still valuable and whatever is happening at this moment it doesn't it's not permanent um, things change you know just look at like a year ago it's almost a year ago 
before COVID happened, even like the weeks before the world was a totally different place and then um, it got turned on its head. And so that just shows you that uh, things change quickly. And so things don't always change for negative. Sometimes they change for positive. Um, and so let's hope for, for that really, really soon. Um, and if you're depressed right now or if you're out there and um, you don't know what to do, then um, take care of yourself. And, you know, of course, I'm going to say go for runs. Um, don't leave your vehicle parked on the side of the road uh, in Hawaiian beaches, for sure, whatever you do, because that could end up bad and make you even more depressed um but yeah definitely be responsible park your vehicle somewhere safe and and go for runs um exercise at home do do whatever just get the stress out and then just keep on plugging away um also job searching sucks it's horrible like I say, employers have the upper hand and they're taking full advantage. It's amazing um, how particular they are about, uh, you know, job descriptions and then meeting the, every single one of the qualifications or, you know, the backgrounds not matching 100%. Like so many people are getting those uh, quote unquote, unfortunately, emails or not even hearing back from companies uh, because they don't have 110% of all the the uh, qualifications that are listed on the job descriptions. And so I don't know how many of those job listings are even real. Um, that's something that you have to consider. And what I mean by real is, you know, sometimes companies will already have a candidate lined up or somebody internal, or unfortunately, like their, it may be like their nephew or, or whatever. You're not supposed to have uh, nepotism and uh, cronyism, but it definitely exists. Um, and that's not just me being bitter and making excuses. It, it's a thing that happens all the time and so you can't gauge your self-worth off of like how many times you've been rejected for jobs or how many times you've applied and and not gotten a job or whatever you know just um just remember what's important and the the biggest thing is your health and if you have that then you're way ahead of a lot of people and if you've got another day um then you got a lot uh, you choose what you're going to make out of um each and every day and so you should use those days to to better yourself and um to be positive it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be um happy all the dang time because sometimes it's just frustrating and um you're going to be angry, you're going to be upset, but just direct that anger towards where it's supposed to be. And that's not with yourself or with society or, or whatever. It's with the situation at hand. Um, nobody really, I, I say nobody, I, you know what I mean when I say 
nobody nobody really anticipated this um and nobody really knows how to deal with it um it was just uh, the whole world got flipped on its head and maybe that's a maybe some people think that's a naive uh perspective or, or view but i think it's true for the most part yeah so we're all just figuring out this uh brave new world but yeah so don't get down on yourself definitely keep running that's the biggest thing that's helped me through um through my little job jobless job search is just um you know that's the one thing that i do have control over is am i gonna go uh, do what I need to do today. Am I going to go run? You know, my whole rest of my day could be just terrible, but I can make the decision to go out and um, do what I need to do to get some some air, get my mind off of things, um, and also, you know, work work out, work my body out, do what I love to do. Um, yeah and so i don't i don't know why this turned into um this discussion but you know i'll go with it because i don't have a whole lot of other interesting stories to to talk about but yeah so don't be down on yourself and then also too if you are in a place where you can help other people uh, please do and by help i don't just mean you know money or tangible items but just if you're in a place where you can be a shoulder to lean on or um, you can listen to someone with empathy and um, just take care of your neighbor, then definitely you should be doing that. Now is kind of a time where I think that we should be realizing how petty some of our daily interactions are. and. Um, kind of trying to right the wrongs and not be that guy that or lady that holds uh grudges and um you know just kind of like oblivious to everything that's going on around them all the struggles and things now is not the time to be that person now is the time to kind of see like when other people are hurting or um when a situation is not quite what it should be and then you know trying to flip things back to positive um yeah and so not bickering and fighting over politics or um covid masks or whatever i mean i definitely am not saying don't wear a mask or, or stuff like that definitely do do wear a mask do um you know social distance and take that stuff seriously um but don't beat anybody up because they're not or because they are or or whatever just you know um okay let's just all get along yeah but yeah so i guess that's uh that's probably all I'm going to do for now. I should be back on again. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping to start these back up and do them more frequently. And I'm definitely hoping to have some um, 
some good news you know maybe i will get a job within the next couple of weeks had a promising opportunity pop up today um, for some remote work but then i'm always uh, dubious for the remote jobs because you just you never know like what's real and what's not and it's so easy to get ghosted by um those recruiters because they have absolutely no skin in the game like there's no <laughs> there's no physical contact or, or anything like i don't know where these people are or you know they can uh just choose not to answer the phone or email ever again and then i'm just like back to square one so but today, f fingers crossed, I got um, a call for a pretty promising opportunity that would actually um, pay me more than I was making uh, at the job that I left. And it would be a remote job for the most part. There would be some travel, but the travel um, eventually would be to awesome places in the Pacific region. So um, I was excited about that because I like to travel. I've historically been kind of a business traveler not heavy but i've i've traveled a little bit um for business stuff and and i like it business business or um for vacation I, I like both kinds of travel so um we'll see i love working from home that's one of my that's my jam because you can just get up get directly to it and then um if you if you press on you usually have a significant portion of the day that's you know all yours to do whatever you need to to do and of course there's no vehicle um involved in that transaction so you definitely save some money on gas and wear and tear on your vehicle and plus like who what uh middle-aged adult really wants to get in their car and drive to and from a job location every single day i don't know i don't think there's that many people but um but yeah so this has apparently become the the job podcast but yeah um i guess tying that into to running i will have more freedom on running locations right so um because i won't have to factor in the drive home from work or the drive to work every day but yeah let me not count my um my chickens before they're they're hatched but yeah hopefully i'll be doing more of these podcasts and i'll have some more interesting things to talk about i'll definitely let you know how the truck comes out and then i'm hoping that i'll get to give a good review for the body shop as well so far farmer's insurance has been awesome um but yeah, jury's still out on, on the whole process. We'll see how it all goes um, next week, hopefully. And then the job thing. I'll keep you guys updated. Until then, um, if you want to support the podcast, arunandthought.com. There's a little place you can click to donate. And that's all on a secure server. Um, it's actually Square that takes those um, donations uh, so everything should be safe and on the up and up there. And then if you don't want to donate, I, I totally understand. Teespring shop, you can go in and I've got coffee mugs, stickers, um, shirts, 
and you can buy one of those. I tried to get them as cheap as possible. Like my um, my cut of those items is very, very small because um, Teespring charges an awful lot because it's on-demand uh, production. So you order them, they produce them, and that's how they cut down on their overhead. And that's how I cut down on my overhead. I, I had toyed with buying, um, you know, in bulk a bunch of stuff, but then you get into a situation of like, well, what sizes do you need? How many do you need? And um, and so Teespring just works out better for me because I don't have that many people buying stuff right now, and I don't. Everybody that's bought stuff has been totally different um, sizes, and so I would never be able to guess all that. And then to have just like boxes of um, my own stuff sitting around my house, I it's not ideal. So anyways, long story short, go to arunandthought.com um, and there's a button that you can click to go to the Teespring shop. Actually, there's a huge advertisement on the right-hand side of the website and you can purchase whatever, coffee mug or whatever. I know some people probably don't like the, um, the skull design, but that's got nothing to do with the occult or... Um, whatever it's actually my skull uh it's an x-ray of my own skull and i just used it because i thought it was cool um if you don't know me that well um i like to listen to like uh acdc and motorhead and uh you know i, I definitely appreciate a little bit of um rock and roll or metal and so I think that my own skull on my website is kind of metal, but um, it's nothing. It's nothing spooky. It's not nothing occult. There's no like symbolism or anything. Um, I just chose it because it's cool. And then I'm hoping to have like kind of other designs. I wanted for the longest time to make a blind bad boys of Beach Road shirt, but I don't ever carry my um, my phone with me when I'm out on runs on Beach Road and so I, I have been chased by those dogs but I have not had an opportunity to take a good picture of them but I wanted to have like all of them standing out you know eyeballing me and then kind of put that on a t-shirt and then you know I've got some other ideas for some more kind of like inside jokey um, kind of light-hearted um, not as um, death metal looking uh, garb, but but anyways. So the whole thing with um, live by the couch, die by the couch, the LBC, DBC. I don't want you to die. I've explained this before in the in other podcasts. I don't want you to live by the couch, and I don't want you to die by the couch. And so um, that's basically just my little cutesy saying. And so maybe that's why it's a turnoff to, to some people because it, it has the word die in it. But, I mean, it's true. If you live by the couch, that's, you know, unfortunately, that live by the sword, die by the sword. That's the expression that that comes from. Um, if you're always fighting, you're probably going to, yeah, you're probably going to meet your end in a, in a fight. Well, the same thing. If you're just hanging out watching Netflix on your couch, you may be tempting fate. So the the idea is 
the um, the implication is that you should get up and go do something right so that's why LBC DBC is there and that is kind of an inside thing a little bit because I don't spell it out on all the items but whatever go go do whatever and then I was gonna say I wish there was a way on Strava because I have a lot of people that are following me and I don't mean to be pretentious when I'm saying that like I have a lot of people on Strava that follow me but I know on Strava there's a lot of fake accounts that follow people anyway and so I have trouble discerning whether the follow request is from a fake account or from a real person that maybe saw the podcast or um, visited the the website and then um, clicked into my activity feed from there and so I don't mind to um, to add anybody that's legit that's coming from the podcast or, or that I know in person or, or whatever but it's just sometimes I don't know for sure because there's a lot from other countries and um, I just don't know. I don't know wh- how I, I know a little bit. I know there's some listening activity in, uh, Europe and the Middle East and, um, you know, in Japan and, um, kind of all over, but I, I just don't know if all of these people that are follow requesting are, are doing it because of the podcast or because they're, they're fake, um, accounts. And so if you did try to follow me and then I didn't follow back or if you gave me kudos on Strava and I didn't follow you or I didn't give you kudos, please don't take offense. I wish there was a way to comment or or do something um, to where it would indicate to me that you know me from the podcast because I would follow and, and all that stuff. Uh, follow back and then let you follow me or, or whatever and kudo you whatever reciprocate in other words um so i'm not trying to be stank if i if i don't it's just i don't know who's fake and who's real that's the world we live in now um but yeah so i think i will wrap it up now because I, I don't think i'm really saying anything of, of value at this point but uh next time and then hopefully i'll be back out at exciting locations uh darn before i go Another idea that I've had uh, is, once I have income again, getting a few GoPros and who knows, maybe even a drone one of these days, and then doing more uh, video content. So showing, uh, you know, runs around um, the islands and then doing a little... um, you know, kind of like more familiarization with um, with myself and then with guests and then also just the island in general. Um, I think that it would be kind of engaging or more engaging, more beneficial, worthwhile, um, fun for everybody if I, if I were able to produce some um, video content and then put that out, especially in these times when everybody can't come to Hawaii. Uh, to be able to provide that sort of as a um, a service, not a paid service. That's not what I mean, but just like my my gift to whoever. Um, some videos from around Hawaii and 
some runs and stories and, and whatever, whatever happens. But yeah, so that's another idea that I've got. Um, and we'll see how, we'll see how that turns out. But until next time, thank you for, for listening. And, um, if you do have any questions or if you want to be a guest on the podcast, then just let me know through the website, com, or if you can't get a hold of me there for whatever reason, because I know that site, I've set it up to where you have to establish an account in order to comment and stuff. If you can't reach me there, then you can reach me on um, my, I guess, personal slash business site, um, thedynamicclint.com. Uh, my email and phone number and everything is on that website if you want to contact me officially. But yep, until then, until next time, um, thank you for listening. Take care. Um, Don't be down on yourself. Keep running. Uh, Be nice to everybody. Don't shoot people's uh, windows out. And um, yeah, stay off social media. Bye.